I guess I need to fill up my water. No professionalism anymore, folks. No one wants to work anymore, and it's hard to find good help. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, speaking of nobody wants to work anymore, can we talk about the underground at KU closing? Can we? Uh, that's hilarious. the opening topic. Hilarious. That's thirty. That's one. That, I want that to be the thirty-minute opening block. It's everything. It's watching KU dining kind of crash and burn. Is everything that I wanted to happen in my four-year employment there. I I was saying this to someone. Uh, someone I used to work with. Shouldn't at worst having food be like the third priority at the top of KU's list, like education, housing, and then food cannot go any lower than that. Yeah. Education is the number one thing. So miserably at it. Education is the number one thing they need to provide. And then shelter in general. That's what I'm saying. Housing. Um, yeah. It's like, it's the pyramid of needs um, at the very top is a crunchy chicken cheddar. Allow me to, uh, to explain maybe in layman's terms, if you didn't attend the university of Kansas, Basically, they closed the main cafeteria on campus because they don't have in enough the employees middle, in the heart of campus, in the heart of campus. Everybody goes to Chick-fil-A and that bitch. They got Taco Bell after we left. They got a sandwich shop. They got an Asian food place. They got a pizza. Chick-fil-A moved to the. Oh, did Taco Bell replace the Chick-fil-A? Taco Bell oh, replaced Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A replaced Chick-fil-A um, Chick-fil-A Panda. where Panda Express was in yeah. the. Town, town, what's that building called? The Union. The you Union. Got the name of the Union. Every college in the world has a student union. Yeah, but I didn't realize. I forgot what the building was called. That's like, ah, what's it? Uh, uh, the, the, the gym. The gym. Yeah. What's that? What's that thing called um, in my bedroom? Uh, oh, the bed. The bed. You know, you know, every single campus has a name like some stupidly different though. Like that's no. yes, yeah, that's, that's the student center, or like uh, yeah, that's that's the town hall. No, you know? it's student campus center. Town. I'll give you student center. I'll give you it's student center, student union. It, it it's pointless. I'll tell you. Every- hey Jordan, Jordan, are you talking about the Burge Union? Or are you talking about? Okay, relax what are you, now. What are you talking about. 85 percent of the it times i went to the union, union in my life i was not a student i'll say it the great union army all right this is enough about? enough enough hello everyone and welcome into a very special episode of the Long Relief Podcast, the 42nd episode. This one goes out to a very special player, one that I think we can all, and it actually is kind of ironic with the news about Bill uh, Bill Russell this week. Um, So I wanted to give a shout out to the most iconic player to ever wear the number 42. And it's very obvious that I'm Googling to try to find another guy who wore 42. George, can I steal it? Jackie Robinson. I'm going I with Ron, I'm about. Go, you go with Jackie Robinson. I'm going with Jackie Robinson. My honorable mention is Ronnie Lott. Ron, switch on to Ronnie Lott. Switch off of Varus. Hey, Peter. <laughs> yeah, for the modern folks, you can go with Kevin Love, I guess. Yeah, or James Worthy. Or Ronnie, Ronnie Hawkins. Mariano James Worthy modern? <laughs> Who? <laughs> you said James Worthy. Dude. I said, is that modern? No. <laughs> I'm just saying names that I see. God. Elton Brand. There you go. Tony Allen. Uh, Tony Allen's my pick, aside from Jackie. Uh, interesting, though. I, I, it's weird. It's a coincidence that we hit the 42. The number is retired. And Bill Russell. 
Why, why not? That will be our opening topic. The NBA is retiring the number six across the entire league. Um, anybody currently wearing six will be grandfathered in, just like with baseball. Mariano Rivera obviously wore it forever. I think maybe it was one or two other guys that had worn it as well after they had made the announcement. LeBron, let me see. Is there a list of NBA players? Basically, it's mainly just LeBron. Well, it's LeBron, um, but I mean, I feel like if you already anybody who has six right now is holding on to it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Russell is one of 12 players to wear uh, the number six that are in the Hall of Fame. Let me ask you this, Josh. If you had to guess, how many players in league history have worn the number six? And I'll give it to you if you're close enough. I'm going to say 43. No, overall total players in the history of the NBA. Oh. To ever step into a game wearing the number six. If you get close, I'll give it to you because... It doesn't give me an exact number. Uh, hundred on the nose. No, it says more than two hundred and fifty. So probably like two hundred and sixty or something. Uh, here's current players who are number six. And let me ask you: Let's play a fun game show that we totally planned ahead of this. Yeah. Uh, should the NBA let them continue to wear number six? LeBron yeah. James. Yes. Yes. Alex Caruso. Yes, yes. I say. Uh, Chris Stapps Porzingis on the Wizards. No, I think we shouldn't have to make him switch. Yeah. Um, Lou will. Yeah, he, he, I think he's earned it, especially with the little uh, Jack. Remember the Lou, the Lou Williams when he was in the NBA bubble and he left to go get and he was seen at the strip club after he was at a funeral. Uh, he was picking up food. He's picking think. up wings. Yeah. Do you remember that he was posted on a rapper's story, an unknown up and coming rapper named Jack Harlow's story? <laughs> I at the time, because I obviously had heard what's popping, but like. I remember a lot of people on like, okay, that was not a brag. That's like me being like, dude, check West. I had heard of this song called Mo Bamba. Maybe you know it. Um, I don't remember what it was. Some podcast or something. They're like, who is this rapper that he's hanging out with, man? Um, anyway, Lance Stevenson. I think he, he deserves he, it. He can keep it. He can keep it. Nikhil Alexander Walker. He has to play in Utah. Should we maybe throw him a bone? No, no. Okay. Hamadou Diallo, former dunk contest champion, I believe. Nope. Switch. Bryn Forbes. Switch. Quentin Grimes. Absolute switch. The North remembers. Jalen McDaniels. Uh, I think he's a good, he's, he's cool. He's a good player. Sean Charlotte. He doesn't deserve it, though. The rest of these. Jordan McLaughlin, no. Uh, here, Kenyon Martin Jr. I think he should, out of respect for what his father accomplished in the league. Moses Brown. He parted the Red Sea. That's true. David Duke Jr. <laughs> He can keep number Out six, of, but he needs to change his name. <laughs> David Jr., opposite of his father's legacy. <laughs> yeah. Not the same guy. He sh- Boy, I didn't realize that he was a junior. That means that his dad had some nerve. He had some <laughs> his, gall. His dad didn't pick his, his name. No, but like you would think his dad would have ended the cycle of being named David Duke. But no, do you think David Duke Jr. is going to name his kid David Duke the third? I don't think so. If he's if he's successfully reclaimed it by then, that's why he said he doesn't go by a different name. I mean, hey, looking at Kenyon Martin Jr., a player's son in the he, league, maybe he's trying to dilute uh, dilute the pool, the Google search pool of if you uh, Google David Duke who pops up. That's true. Uh, maybe after this year, uh, or maybe twenty years from now, David Duke the third will be like the top pick. They should let the, okay here if this, David Duke hey, the oh, NBA, NBA conspiracy time. Let David Duke Jr. score eighty points in a game. 
So that way, when everyone Googles David Duke, the SEO is all David Duke Jr. 80-point game highlights. That's a pretty good. They could pick, like, one random game. Like I was bringing this up the other day. You remember that guy Jack Taylor at Grinnell College sure. in Iowa? I don't, uh, but sure. He was, uh, you, he was a guy who scored, like, 140 points in a game, and they just cherry-picked to him. It was, like, a Division three. This is when we were in, like, middle school, high school. You really not remember that? No, I remember LaMelo Ball's cherry-picked, like, 100. He got 92. Games. Yeah. But no, this was like, and this is what they do at that college. Just, and they're, they win the games like 158 to 149. And they just have him cherry pick back. They play a man down on D and they basically just play like a, a box. They basically play a box on one minus the one. Get a board. You just chuck it down the court. And then he hoists up a three and he makes most of them. And he scored like 140 some points. Oh, uh, I do remember that. Yeah. I don't. Oh, they should let David Duke do that. He played. Oh, he play, Oh, he's currently a free agent. Uh, really? I thought he, he's not bad. I think there's a spot in the league for him somewhere. Melvin Frazier and Keon Johnson are the last two. I don't think they deserve it either. No. Um, yeah, that's the end of the list. I mean, I'm looking at these Hall of uh, Julius Irving also wore number six. Patrick Ewing, Ben Wallace. They had to switch to <laughs> bunch. Yeah, they, we had to go back and uh, airbrush all their old photos. Yeah, put like a one next to it to make them sixteen. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, that's that. Um, I don't really have any other real topics to talk about besides, I guess, Fernando Tatis. But that, it's been a few days, but it was after the most recent episode. Yeah, I mean, dummy. Is, is Fernando dummy. Tatis ever... El, El, Nido, El Nido now. Has Fernando Tatis ever faked sick for school before? Like senior? Like, <laughs> like he, No, junior. Oh. He's I feel like he he broke every cardinal rule like you have to first of all he just googled he just mistyped the drug that he got popped for and googled it and said oh I had ringworm and he yep. had like a hickey on his neck and said yeah that was a real bad bout of ringworm that I got from my haircut um just tweet through it man just tweet through it <laughs> he honestly if he had just owned up to it and said yeah i was trying to rush back from my injury and i took something that i didn't realize was against the rules that's my bad everybody yeah. would have been like man that was stupid of you yeah he would have been in a better position than he is now yeah uh, it's gonna be yeah what a disappointing disappointing to see and what was it thing they said that he took it was because of a test he took in march or was I, I saw that and then I'm like, that doesn't make any sense because if if he takes a steroid test in March and they don't suspend him until August, like why wouldn't every player There's in the MLB an appeals process at the but why wouldn't every player in the MLB right now start taking steroids for the playoff push? And then if you get tested, you wouldn't get popped until spring training next year. They have some more integrity than you, Jordan, apparently. Uh, do they? But then again, our rules did hit two home runs uh, yesterday. So would you? Let's. It, it, you really don't know until you uh, until you're staring down the barrel of the gun. What you would do if you're a borderline baseball player in his older years? Would you, would you take PEDs? Who knows? Is that this? Is that the scenario you're thinking Fernando Tatis Jr. was in? No, I think <laughs> Fernando Tatis Jr. was in the locker room, and one of his teammates came. Or one of his teammates was injecting a large needle into his leg. And Fernando said, oh, what are you doing? He said, you don't want nothing to do with this, man. I thought it was more like a, hey, man, what's a, whoa. And then I got stuck with the needle. Yeah. Um, or maybe he, like, got it mixed up. Like, he had a, 
he had his cup of water or something, and then like the steroid water was next to it. And nah. as he wasn't looking, he reached back and picked up the wrong cup. I had a dollar. We buy now, right? Um, I got nothing. I was trying to see if I could come up with something else to play on that. Um, what other uh, topics? You don't think he slipped on a banana peel? What? You don't think he slipped on a banana peel in a doctor's office? Yes. His doctor was walking towards him being like, now, Fernando, I have this syringe in my hand, and I'm just going to go like this in your direction, kind of like pumping his arm. And if you get in my way, this isn't my fault. It's the ringworm's fault. That's true. Um, Honestly, I got nothing else to say about the Fernando Tatis thing, man. I, I'm <laughs> sorry. I, I was... at, at the end of the day, it's just disappointing. It's disappointing. It's stupid. I mean, what do you think about his GM putting them on blast? He, I'm... He has every right to be just. It's it's you the think same AJ thing. I, a good GM. I can okay. never get a read on it. I feel like he's the ultimate like the meter of like whether he's on like good or bad. It goes he's back very and forth. Much, so much. He, he he does. He, he's very much like a average fan GM where it's like, no, we should just go out and sign yeah. Fernando to a fifteen year contract. Trade you know? for Soto. Uh, take away Tatis's motorcycle license. Look, get rid of Hosmer. Like get rid of just yeah, Get Boston to take Hosmer. Yeah, he really is just playing the show because like he's been yeah. doing that for 10 years. He's just checking like he's just checking like he just searches like the uh, trend Padres. And he's yeah. like, oh, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> he's sitting there all day on the trade machine. Yeah. He's like, oh, if, if, he's if we put Gore and Abram, what the fans want, there's no pressure because the fans are just going to be like, well, <laughs> that's the move I would have made, too. So can't C- blame him. CJ Abrams is now up with the Nationals. There you go. He was in the trade package for Soto. Um Boy, I bet they sure would like having C.J. Abrams at shortstop right now, huh? Probably. Probably would help. I mean, I guess it's probably Kim right now, but, I mean, Kim can play anywhere. Um, do you have any other, like, major sports topics to talk about? Because I have a hypothetical to give you, but I think I might need to save that for later. Uh, I mean, I don't – I already think so. I was going to do a – I was going to do a – We got our NFL preview on deck. We got another, like, two weeks for that. Yeah. I was going to do, like, an emotional recap of being in – in the loo to watch. Oh yeah. I want to talk to you about that because Josh, I went to St. Louis a month or two ago to yeah. see you and Tom and crew. I, we had a great time. Jordan, with my friends on, and etc. Seeing Bush on. stadium. First time that game sucked ass. Jordan, I want you to know you were the first person I thought of after like the second home run that game. Okay. Yeah. I went to a game. The final score was what two to nothing. And both runs were scored in the first inning on an error. Yeah. Um, and there was no run scored the rest of the game. It was fine. We had a fun, I had a good time, but like, no, the most action we got was when Bader threw the ball. We almost, it almost, you blew it. Dude, I'll I'm, say it. I didn't blow it. He blew it. He yeah. That's why, he got tra- that's why his ass got traded. Yeah. Yeah. You, you called in some favors. Um, I did. Uh, and then, yeah, no, you went back the other day and you got the fucking game of a lifetime. I did. Pools. I really fucking did. Pools. Like, Let's talk about pools. He's knocking on heaven's door on the home run leaderboard. He he, he is. I think he can certainly pass a rod. Oh, he will. Okay. And I, I think if he passes that, I think I think come late September, someone's gonna. If he's at six ninety nine, he's seven back of a rod right now. I know. I I think if he's sitting at six ninety nine, someone will serve him a meatball. Yeah, I think he'll catch a rod, not quickly, but within. I don't know if he can get to 700 by the end of the year. If well, he this is last year, so he has to. Uh, I think he comes back next year if he doesn't he have said 700. He has no factor in his decision. 
If he's at 699, there's no way he walks away. There's no he's way he walks away at 699. <laughs> Do they have 10 day contracts then? <laughs> I mean, they could just sign him, play him next year until he gets it. And then, like, if he gets it on like a Saturday, tell everybody, okay, Sunday, tomorrow, that's Albert's last game. Everybody come out to the yard. <laughs> like, <laughs> you ever see Mr. 3000? I hate Mr. 3000. <laughs> come on. It's a great movie. It's so horrible. The, it's, I got to say, it's the worst premise of all time for a movie, sports movie, anything. If, if you haven't seen it, the premise is no. Bernie Mac is a former baseball player who walks away at exactly 3,000 hits or maybe a few over 3,000 hits. I think it's exactly 3,000. And he walks away from the game and he finds out that is it three of his hits or something uh, were counted twice because it, it was a rain out. And like when they got post, when it got made up, they counted it twice. Some excuse, let me find the exact reasoning, but he goes back and has to get to 3,000 hits. And it's the worst movie. It's I got a 5.6 on IMDb, which is being very generous. RIP to Bernie Mac, but uh, but hey, we all have flops. Stan Ross is his name, he's done the Brewers. Um, he gets his 3,000 pit and he immediately retires, leaving the team in the middle of the playoff race because he's a dick. Oh, that's why he goes nine years after that. Yeah. Um, he's Mr. 3000 because he got exactly 3000 hits. Uh, they retired his number. Um, yeah, due to a clerical error, that's not a thing. <laughs> that's not a thing in Major League Baseball, like in the history books. Like, that's like if like they were like, oh, due to a clerical error, William Taft was actually never president. Uh, like, no, it happened. Um, and then yeah, the, he was missing three hits, so he came back at age 47. Um, and I guess the Brewers sucked and did it to sell tickets. He goes hitless and 0 for 27. Um, he becomes a mentor. Right, Joe, to, we don't need a full. No, he becomes a mentor to the young players, so he has a change of heart. Yep. And then, um, he and then hits. <laughs> in his last at bat of the year, he is uh he has 2,999 hits, and he lays down a sacrifice bunt to win the game to go to the playoffs instead of getting 3,000. And then he retires. I'm going to read you the last sentence of the plot, and this will this this will make it all worth it. I promise. He renames his business Mr. 2999 and is last seen driving an ice cream truck with the slogan 2999 possible combinations. There you go. This has been a this has been a full look back this at has been movie club. club. This has been movie club. Um, we didn't tell you to watch it ahead of time. Next week, we'll find another movie and explain the plot to you and. In two minutes um uh boy they could probably <laughs> no, skip all I, uh, that we, um okay so yeah so you you get to the yard hold you on, have hold your, on. I'll, you, I'll, I'll recap you okay uh we get to town on saturday and we decide you know what let's go let's just go to the game we get download uh app redacted no free sponsor not a sponsor um you know get some get some get some bleacher seats be some bleacher bums use code Hanging long out. That would be our code. Out, get to see Adam Wainwright go nine innings in his old age. And I'm like, hell yeah, that's awesome. Got to see him in, in uh, Yachty on the battery. Got to get the best buds special Budweiser can they got going on right now that's for their cool. 17 years. That's cool. Uh, it's very cool. And I almost paid $13.50 for it at the ballpark. <laughs> uh, ballpark, but then Tom the was like, you know, <laughs> I tugged tape. It was a police uh, night? Uh, 
Come on. But I, I almost paid thirteen fifty at the at the game for it. And Tom was like, "You know, there's gas stations that sell beer, right?" And I was like, "Oh my god, there is!" So, so you just bought like a six pack of them? No, just a tall boy. Mm. So that's singular, cool. Singular one. That's very cool. Um, but then I was like, "Yeah, that was really cool." Albert Albert came up to bat once in that game, and like he struck out. It's like whatever, you know. Uh, Wayne, I got to see Wayne go nine innings. Unfortunately, it resulted in no decision, and they lost in extras due to the stupid runner on second rule. The good but, the runner on second rule. I bet it was a really exciting and thrilling finish. No, it wasn't. Even if it was, even if it didn't go in your favor. No, it wasn't because I got to watch Corey Dickerson misplay a ball and it turned a fringe double into a triple and a run and an RBI. Uh-huh. Lars Newbar makes that catch. Corey Dickerson, I don't know. Whatever. We're not going down that path. Anyway. Should have traded for Soto. No, because we have Newbar. Okay. Uh, he, he could be as good as Soto. Would you trade so would you trade a new bar for Soto? <laughs> uh, straight up, uh, I don't know. I'd, mm-hmm. They'd have to give some cash too. Yeah, they maybe they, they if they threw in Josh Bell, probably. Maybe. <laughs> they have, they have to pay the Corbin contract still. But no, we get to the ballpark Sunday, bright and early, because we had some special uh tickets through an American Cancer Society fundraiser to where we got to go to go early. There were players signing autographs. We didn't go in any of the autograph lines. Because we opted to skip the lines and go straight to the 2006 World Series trophy and 2011 World Series trophy respective photo op locations. 2011 being right in uh, where the free- David Freeze hit the home run, so it was a very pretty backdrop. Go on, Jordan. Uh, question: Do they have any trophies there as recently as 2015? Uh, I don't think they played. I think they stopped playing the World Series after that. Oh, because I think twenty thirteen. I think twenty thirteen was the last one. No, because the Royals have one from twenty fifteen, and I believe mm, I, I believe that that's sound right to me. Because I believe like, that's the newest World Series trophy in the state of Missouri. Um, that doesn't sound we can right. Fact to me. check that. No, because like yours doesn't like because you guys had like those fake non new era official oh. hats. Oh, is it Mickey Mouse? Like I don't. I mean, Royals World Series was Mickey Mouse. I mean, Tejada did get injured. Correa, Correa missed the error on the Astros. Yeah, see, I don't know. The rain, yeah. the rain delay fucked up the Blue Jays relievers yeah. in the ALCS. Mm-hmm. And then in the World Series, Hosmer, um, Hosmer, uh, there's something here. I think they redacted it too because of all the property destruction in Lawrence, Kansas that night. That's I mean, they did, I mean, if the Royals had I won, mean, the I series, mean, surely they would have canceled class to let people go to the parade. So I think that you're just imagining this. Yeah, you're probably right. It's not like I've seen my favorite team in all three major sports win a championship since I've graduated high school. It's not like being a fan of Kansas City sports and being a KU fan is maybe the best combination of sports fandom to be if you're my age of anyone in the entire country. Jordan, is that I've true? Seen my, Jordan, I've, I've seen, seen my baseball team, the- football team, and basketball team all win as an adult. I've and seen the Cardinals. I've seen the car. I've seen the Cardinals play in four World Series, win two of them. Two, one at, uh, freshman in high school, so very sentient for it. You know, actual memories of it. Two thousand six kind of flashes here or there. You know, two thousand four absolutely no memory whatsoever. Your, your, your combo of teams is actually very good. I'm thinking more of like from one city. Yeah, well, this year is what's made it very good. <laughs> yeah, well, Raptors, Rams. And, well, I'm saying like this year alone, it's like hey, you. I got to see the Rams win the first Super Bowl of my actual sentient life. Yeah, the Jayhawks won the title. The Raptors. You know, we had the Rookie of the Year. So like that was fun. It was a fun year, regardless. 
uh, this year, if the Cardinals don't do anything, I got to see Albert Pujols hit two home runs in a game live. So it's like I had something significant or fun happen with my 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 main teams this year. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think in my head. I mean, when we were kids, Boston went on that run. I think they yeah. won every oh, title in one year, didn't they? <laughs> didn't they? Yeah, they won. They won the Celtics, Pats, Sox, and Bruins. I think all won the title. The Penguins won too. I think Penguins are from Pittsburgh, but it's like that same area. You're thinking of the Bruins, the Boston Bruins. Oh yeah, I'm thinking of a different goal. I was like, Josh, the the Penguins are in Pittsburgh. I forgot about the Boston Bruins. I thought that was their closest hockey team. I mean, they are both black and yellow. That's what I was saying. I was like, black and gold. Yeah, Tim Thomas. Who could forget? Goalie mm-hmm. for the Who? Boston Bruins. I have no idea. Did you uh, make that he, up? I probably could name you like Did nine. You make that up? Ever. No, his name. No, he was like an all-time Tim Thomas. I he might not have actually. He might. He, he was. He was funny. I think he was on Sports Center sometimes, like in Sports Center commercials. They need to bring back the This Is Sports Center commercials. Oh yeah, Tim Thomas. He's a Hall of Famer. I searched not Tim Thomas and some guy on the Knicks pops up. Tim Thomas. He's not a Hall of Famer. I made that up, but. Um, <laughs> He played in the NHL for uh, 21 years, which is not that impressive in the NFL. Or yeah, the not NHL. that not that impressive in the NHL. <laughs> kind no, of a no. He played 17 years in the NHL, which again is still not that impressive. Yeah, kind of a flop. It's, <laughs> it's, it is funny in the NHL. It's like, oh, they signed this guy to a nine-year contract. That's crazy. Yeah, and he's 37. What? Yeah. Also, he's from Northern Russia, and also he's making two million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no. Albies type beat. Yeah. But no, we get to this. We get to the park. We take the photos with the trophies. It's very cute. We're having we're riffing with the employees because there's no one there. Like I, um, they're very paranoid about people touching it because <laughs> there's no barrier or anything. You're just standing right next to it on a Did pedestal. It? Uh, I wanted to so bad. <laughs> you can be honest. It's a safe space. Uh, no, I would never violate the rules of the. The statute of limitations is certainly gone yeah. by now. <laughs> when they when they expire, I'll let you. I know. feel like the statute of limitations um, for that is like got to go a minute. On our... So I don't know. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Just tell it. Just tell me. You can be honest. When the, we'll find out in uh, in, you know, we'll find out. They're gonna dust it for fingerprints, like with the Trump FBI. Oh, we should talk about Trump getting raided by the FBI. But so that anyway. in the thumbnail. There's no thumbnail. <laughs> Or do thumbnails. I'm going to start putting custom thumbnails on every episode. That's an option. That'd be cool. I'll figure it out, maybe. We'll get the art department on it. Yeah. Um, but no, so then after that, we get in and took a, took a couple dugout tours. And I got to, yeah, the Cardinals bench has, you know, nice padded seating. I, was sat, I sat where Mr. Marmol sits, and, you know, thinking Lee. about. Where Matheny used to sit. Uh, they, they burned those benches. They brought in new ones. But then I thought it was really funny. You go into the Brewers or the Visitors dugout, and it's like there's no cushioning on any of the seats. The seats look like they've been roughed up with sandpaper to make it more uncomfortable. I think I almost got a splinter. <laughs> but I walk up to the guy standing next to the phones, and I was like, hey, would it be a problem if I just switched that booth and video replay connection connection real quick? And the guy like kind of was like, uh, he like, did like a little chuckle. Then he looked past me and kind of stood up straight, and he was like, uh, hey, Phil, how's it going? And he, <laughs> Phil walks by and then he like he like sees he's gone far enough away he was like yeah that's the head of security like the head honcho couldn't like pretty much the man in charge of the show during game day he probably would not have appreciated that joke and then implied that he would have shot me (laughs) as he said yeah you know that old sig sour on his back right there (laughs) you're in missouri 
was like, he was going to shoot me? They all probably are carrying. The players are probably carrying. Yeah, Albert was carrying that day. Easy now. O'Neal was, I mean, hey, I was sitting in uh, in. When did you get Dinger's Donuts? Oh. First thing? Pretty much. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed some. Enjoyed some donuts. Uh, and then yeah, like it was just it was a it was a, it was a great game. O'Neill home run, Dylan Carlson home run, Albert two home runs. You can't ask for a better day at day at the park. Can't ask for a better day in baseball heaven. I was in baseball heaven. I was not. I was in baseball purgatory when I went. <laughs> um, uh, that young man throwing his bat down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing that. Oh, you can't beat that. You can't beat that. Yeah, yeah. Throw that bat, young man. It is weird that if Albert Pujols was an NFL coach, he'd be considered young. It's I very, yeah. Just if he was well, during the home run derby. If Albert Pujols was talking- hired as the head coach of an NFL team and put on, like, a single quarter zip, everybody would be like, look how trendy and young he looks. During the home run derby, I was talking to my grandma about it, uh, about him. She, she's a big Cardinals fan. And – all of Albert's kids were there and around him, you know, and all that. My grandma went, yeah, his grandkids look really happy to be there. Like, grandma, he is 43 years old. Those are just his kids. She's like, no, they were, they were calling him Papa. And I was like, they probably hey. speak Spanish primarily at home. Some people do that. <laughs> I, it's always funny when you hear, cause everybody has, you know, there's varying levels of weirdness to it, but everybody does have like their own, name for like i feel like one of their grandparents at least or uh-huh. something like my on my mom's side it was mama and papa and it is always very funny sometimes you hear it's like oh hey uh mimu and Pipu are coming over later today and it's like what <laughs> pardon <laughs> i don't know why we were very casual with my grandma she's always been grandma betty yeah um, well, my dad's side is grandma and grandpa i don't know but well, i mean like we always said her first name we, oh. never, said, we never stopped grandma we we're like yeah grandma betty okay hey grandma betty what's up and then uh, he's always Papa Bob. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what it was like for me, obviously, with aunts and uncles. Yeah. Uncle Josh. Yeah. Uncle Zuko yeah. and Azula. Oh, those, they're my niece and nephew. And your Uncle Jordan, obviously. Right. Um, what other topics do you have here, Josh? Because I, this, this hypothetical that I have, I know, I know I'm hyping it up. I, it's a good one. They're really hyping this up. Um, uh, yeah, but basically I got robbed of a good baseball experience in baseball heaven. I'm well, so mad means, about it. Hey, hey, just means you got to go back. Yeah, true. We should uh, spitball one of the last couple games of the year, buy tickets to it in the hopes that Albert's at like $6.99 or like one behind A-Rod. Dude, the price Are they is all expensive. Insane. I know that his last game I looked at, they're insane. We could probably buy something on game time and get pretty close. Get like the, even if you got like an upper deck or like the, Oh, yeah, no, but I'm saying, yeah, no, yeah. And, like, we go, and if he's, like, imagine if we went and, like, he imagine, like, if he tied with A-Rod, like, three games before, and then, like, no homer, no homer, no homer, and then we go to the game. Like, the suspense would be so high every single time he comes up to the plate. It would be so awesome. Uh, I saw Adam Dunn's, I think, 400th homer. Uh, Fun story. I was at the K. Um, Similar position, pretty similar vibe overall to where we sat at bush in the outfield it's not bleachers um it's you have like a whole water show out there the water it's like it's it's like basically like inside the fountains almost and it's like you go right up against the fence but uh we were in kind of like the closer to the bullpen sitting there and adam dunn was up he hit his home run it was flying more towards center like not anywhere like near where we were going to catch it 
but we had like the perfect side view of it coming down, you know? Yeah. And it landed in one of the fountains and we watched as a White Sox fan, me and my dad, we watched as a White Sox fan goes running, jumps over the ledge, like in one fluid, smooth motion. I mean, it's not that high up, but like he fall, he like jumps into the fountains, grabs the ball, climbs out. It's super illegal to go in the fountains. Oh, yeah. Know. It's super illegal because it's, I mean, like in general, it would be illegal, but like there's also like the lo- crazy lights down there. And like, there's like, you could get hurt very easily. And obviously they just don't want people in there, but the guy climbs out and obviously everybody's like, Oh, he's totally going to get arrested. He like starts walking away. The cops go running by him. There's <laughs> the a guy so- dripping wet, a soaking wet guy holding a baseball walks by like two or three cops. I remember went running right by him and like me and my dad, everybody that's sitting there is like, what is this guy going to get away? He didn't, they caught him. Um, they, and, uh, they took him away, cuffed him, took him away and he didn't get to keep the ball. Oh, that's bullshit. And he goes, you spend a night in jail. No, I mean, I mean, that's how you deter people from jumping in the fountains. I mean, like what is it? Uh, is it the Rangers? They have the big, like grassy knoll out in center field. <laughs> is it? Is that where the shooter was? I mean, we, is, have you been checking the wrong grassy knoll for the JFK assassination? Is I mean, am I crazy here? The Rangers are they the, the team with the Rockies outfield? Have like the forest out at no, center. The Rangers, I don't think I think they have like an. Outfield. I have no clue. I because I have vivid you. memories. I think of Josh Hamilton dropping. Yeah. Well, Josh Hamilton, like, yeah, killed a guy. Oh wait, this and, okay. This might have been a. This might have been at their old stadium. This might not be at current Globe Life. I miss the, the Reds having that dangerous ass hill in their old stadium. That was the Astros, Josh. We've been over this. You can't really. This is a terrible. What the hell? See this little grass patch? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like a home run lands there, and the fans would always run out and grab it and try to like run back really quick. Before, That's like... what, uh, if you go back and watch the, two, uh, the game six, 2011 when Freeze's home run lands on a very similar kind of just patch of grass in center field, there's obviously a whole crowd waiting there already tracking it. And the guy gets it, falls on top of it. And you just see, and people are piling on him and you see the poor worker running on going like, no, no, get out of there. I'm like, good luck, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah I mean, everyone go back and watch the David Freeze um, 2011 home run because it's just you just feel for this poor woman who's just clearly outmatched for this scenario similar to that i was at a freshman year of college the first real concert i went to because the first concert i ever went to was madonna um i've told the story on this podcast (laughs) i think that my parents were going and then they won vip tickets so they had two extra tickets me and my sister went uh i mean it was cool i guess i was like 13 but First real concert I went to was Logic. This was before Logic started sucking. Um, so I want that on the record. This was from the Incredible True Story tour. Uh, it was at Midland, I think, in Kansas City. And at the end of the show, he took his hat off and like flung it into the crowd. Perfect, right on the money to me. It hit my hand. I mean, like you know, five people jumped for it. I kind of, t- I, I got some contact on it, and then it kind of fell to the ground. I had the chance to maybe try to drive down and get it. Like two people went down and fought for it. One guy got it and he got like fucking swallowed up right away. Like people were trying to get it from him. They were pulling on him, pushing on him. And I'm like, honestly, I'm glad I didn't catch that. <laughs> uh, maybe if I caught it straight out of the air, nobody would have done anything. But like, or like I, I saw a little Yachty at the Granada for, or sophomore year. He, he took off his t-shirt at one point and threw it in the crowd. And like that, that was 
people were like mauling each other for that, which is weird. Very weird. Because like the hat, I feel like it would have been cool. If, like I could like put that up on like the shelf or something forever. Like oh yeah, that was a hat. Like a sweaty T-shirt that Lil Yachty was wearing. That's probably just like the tour shirt, the, the merch shirt. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, I have beef with the uh, Lawrence, Kansas, and Kansas City concert promoters. They're terrible at their jobs. There's not. There's been like three good concerts in my general vicinity since covid ended it's and i've gone pretty all hard since covid jordan it's what it's gotten pretty hard since covid so well, no, there's been a shit ton of concerts that come through but they're all fuck the other day a band called goat whore was yeah it's the granada yeah the bad bands are pretty easy to book i guess i mean but like artists are going on tour like the artists are announcing tours and none of them are coming to Kansas city and they're going to lots and they're going to Tulsa. They're going to Cedar Rapids. They're going to fucking St. Louis. They're not even a lot of the times. They're not even going St. Louis, Tulsa, Omaha. Cause I'd travel occasionally. Maybe I'd travel to St. Louis for a concert. If it was a cool one, I traveled to Oklahoma city. If it was cool, but no, they don't come to the Midwest. They have to do nine dates in New York city. They do eight dates up and down the fucking California coast. Goddamn coastal. Elites, then, dude. Then this is why I'm running for U.S. Congress to bring back. Jesus Christ, man. You want to talk about Trump? No. Come on. <laughs> let's do it. No, we're not doing it. Come on. Uh, want... No, hey, wait. I want to real quick get my conspiracy theory. I'll make it succinct. Go ahead. The Live Golf Tour, PGA Tour, is yeah, a way to Trump. launder the reputation of the Saudi investment fund because they're buying the nuclear codes from Trump and Kushner. Yes. The same people, that's the same. That's not even a conspiracy. That's just a fact. The same Saudi investment fund that's given Brooks Kepka and all these guys millions is the same exact people that gave $2 billion to Jared Kushner for like consulting or some shit. Yeah. He definitely sold them. Or like I saw like a, some kind of Trump took some kind of dossier on like our spies or something. Yep. He sold that's that off for sure. I mean, he fucking, he took some stuff out. He, he looted it up and sold off what he was, what, all he could carry. Jesus, man. Um, so that's the politics. Over under, uh, what do you think the odds would be? Biden pardons him. No, he wouldn't. As like a, as like a, like we go high. They, because, he's dumb I mean, he's come dumb to think of it, it. Nancy Pelosi might it. call for it because we need a strong Republican Party. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, no, it'd be really funny. Um, Trump, honestly, what if? Oh, you know, what? I got the perfect solution to all of this. I can tie it all together. Trump should walk away from politics. He says, you know what? I did it. It's my bad. Don't put me in jail. And in exchange, I'll go away forever. And I'm going to go be on the live tour. And he goes and plays golf because they're doing all the like half of the live tour shits are at his fucking uh, golf courses. He made a hundred. I think it was a hundred million dollars off of they had uh, the other day when they had one of their live tour uh tournaments or whatever so that's politics jordan yeah i got a question for you the video that's been sweeping the nation it's edwin diaz's walkout song to the song uh narco by blaster jacks trumpets and everything tommy trumpets undeniably hard as fuck banger I, I, will say, I will say, though, real quick, I will say, and this, I'm not the first person to point this out, but 
it will backfire so horribly oh, yeah. and be so funny if they lose in the playoffs. If he blows a save, like imagine game five at DS or something, he goes out there and blows the save. Like every, it's going to be a war zone in the Mets replies to their tweet when they post the final score. Everybody's going to be posting like the clip of him getting shaken, the walk off home run hit by whoever with that music over it. But you brought this up. Why, Josh? But. I, I, I tasked you, your homework assignment for this week was to come up with like two, three, four honorable mentions, however many you want. I got a lot. To Okay, limit it to four. <laughs> okay. To be, we'll do a draft. Uh, to be your walkout song. You're like, this, this would be, this would be mine. Like, this would be sick. Um and you can get a closing pitcher coming in to get a save at your own ballpark. Exactly. And Jordan, at first, uh, but first a trivia. Do you know what the first walkout song was for a closer? Um, no, I remember when Joaquin Soria was in Kansas City, the whole stadium would light up on fire and like literally. And uh, they would put up a thing that said the executioner. That's pretty sick. And he would run in and he, he was good anyway. No, it was in 1972. Wow. Uh for the Yankees, oddly enough, like starting a new trend, uh, Sparky Lyle, he did he did, came out to pomp and circumstance. That's uh, that's sort of hard. That's kind of hard. <laughs> like like imagine if yeah like we're graduating from this game. Let's get the formalities out of the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, that's kind of hard. Yeah. No. I mean that's that's actually kind of it's I mean it's like the vibe of like a serial killer or something with like classical music or something. Yeah. So you ever seen that like those those movies? What is that? Is that American Psycho? I don't know. Well, no, he does Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah. Oh, um, but uh, now we can and we can mention some classics right now, like Trevor Hoffman's Hell's Bells. Sure. Dennis Eckerly's Bad to the Bone. Mm-hmm. I want some barriers around Mariano Rivera's Enter Sandman because it wasn't his. He didn't even want it from what I've heard and read. And it honestly. It's OK. Like the beginning's cool, but then as he's warming up the mound, it kind of overstayed its welcome. Yeah, and it, he's not even the first pitcher to use that. It's not like his thing, and I don't know. I want some berries around that. Uh, but then also shout out to Brian Wilson's jump around. That's that's hard. That's a good one. And John Smoltz coming out to Abba's Dancing Queen. <laughs> that's awesome. John Smoltz is cool. Um, but Jordan, uh, I'll I'll be the bigger man like usual. I'll go ahead and let you pick first. Okay, uh, we're doing four. You said or three? Let's do four, and you can have an honorable it's a Mount Rushmore. Um, Before, I'm saying you can have an honorable mention. You might even honestly pick. like steal one of mine or something. My first overall pick, um, boy, that's tough. I'm going to go with X Go and Give It to You by DMX. The that's legend, a good one. The legend. That's a good um, one. It's, it's one of the, probably the most hype songs of all time. I, I kind, I, I, I basically was scrolling through and like I added a bunch of playlists. Like some, <laughs> of, I deleted some of them, but uh, they, some of them have different vibes behind them. But that one is just like the hypest, most hard. Everybody in the stadium get fired up. Um, yeah, what's what's your I, first I, all pick? Start, everyone was start barking. Right. Yeah. What's your first pick? I'm gonna go with Many Men by mm. 50 Cent. Wish de- wish death pawned me. That's warming up on that. Like, oh, that's good. He got hit like I got hit, but he ain't fucking breathing. That's <laughs> oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Um, my second pick, I'm gonna go with, and I would like an addendum on this as well. I'm gonna go with Love Sosa by Chief Keith. Okay. And if I were in a situation like Edwin Diaz, Edwin Diaz playing in New York or something, or in general, 
I feel like there would probably be somewhere, some clip of somebody ranting about me saying I suck and I should be like not the closer anymore. And I would replace that as the chief Keith in the barbershop always telling me chief Keith ain't about this. He ain't no hitter. He got, he on Lamron and them. Uh, that would replace that. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, the song in general, even, even regardless of that little tangent, love Sosa. Uh, I almost picked finito, but that might do some damage to the structural integrity of the ballpark. <laughs> Especially if I was playing in like Oakland or something, that would definitely make the stadium collapse. Um, That's true. What's, what's your next pick? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to steal from them and I'm going to paint the picture for you. Okay. The bullpen door opens. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, there's no one there yet. Mm. And you're like, oh man, like he must be, is he still like warming up or whatever? Like they open it as soon as the eighth ends, mm-hmm. you know, or the top of the ninth ends. Or no, 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 the eighth, the eighth ends. And doors are sitting there open and feelers are going through there. And then you hear the stone cold Steve Austin glass break. Mm-hmm. And I come sprinting out, like, or like walking out <laughs> with a dun <laughs> Come on. Come on. Yeah, that's pretty. You're telling badass. me you're telling me the like the crowd as soon as the glass breaks, the crowd top of their feet. Yeah, like oh, I am in the batter on deck. Like, I feel walk. like in that situation too, you wouldn't run in, you'd walk. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm you'd saying. Take I, your I, sweet time walking in, staring the batter down from the second you are on the warning track. Don't break eye contact. Yeah, like I'm, I'm the, the intentional walk. I'm intentionally striking myself out if I'm that batter. <laughs> um. My third pick, I think I have to take it. Um, I saw it. On, I was looking through like some. Uh, I was looking in. Ba- it's basically the equivalent of like a boxer walking out to the ring. So I was looking up like boxing walkout songs. I was looking up like locker room pregame songs to get my ideas. I think the middle schooler in me would pick this, and so I'm picking this one right above it by Lil Wayne. Okay. Timeless. Time, you know. You know what song I'm talking about? Give, give me a. Give me a verse. Okay. Yeah. 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 Wait. Um. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll cut that. We were I was just singing and playing it for a while. Um. We were trying to figure out how to how to splice in the audio here, but we couldn't figure out a way to do it. So if you're listening to this, we couldn't um, figure out how to legally do it. <laughs> right. If you're listening to this, um, after each of our picks, pause the podcast episode, give it five stars, um, and then go look up the songs we t- said, listen to them in their entirety. Yeah. Um. Buy them on vinyl. To the full experience. Um, Absolutely. What is your next pick? I'm gonna go with "Kickstart My Heart" by Motley Crue. Good one. That sick guitar right in the beginning, you know, as, as I make my debut out of this one. Then just the oh yeah, like oh, I'm I'm not the crowd. I'm not the crowd getting into it with me. Like after seeing all the people with the with the and like Mr. Met and Mrs. Met with the trumpets going too. Yeah. I, I want I want the crowd involved in too. I I want I want the stadium to be. Loud. Like, I don't want no closing time kind of tongue in cheek thing or something like that. I don't closing want, like, time. It's funny. I'm surprised nobody's done that before. I don't want like the stunned silence of everyone being like you're that like, you're watching, you know, history right now, you know. Yeah. But um, I'm torn on my this last is your final pick. pick. I'm torn. I'm gonna go with March Madness by future. Um, and then I'll get my I'll 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 get my honorable mentions after this. Um, I'm gonna go with March Madness. I just imagine like the you know the, the the moment in the video when it switched from black to white, black and white to color of Edwin Diaz. Like as soon as he starts running in, would be the beat drop on March Madness. Um, what's your fourth pick? I'm kind of toward two, but I think I'm gonna lean 
Homecoming by mm. by Kanye West because the piano at the beginning, the dun, 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 like that'd be like kind of going out to it, like that'd be pretty, that'd be pretty hype. That would be pretty, yeah. I mean, some of them when I was thinking too, like, yeah, I feel like if you were uh, on the White Sox or the Cubs, you would have to do that. Yeah. Um, but if I was on like uh, the you know New York Yankees or something, maybe I would pick like Bobby Schmerda. Um, I almost picked. Uh, I almost picked uh, "Live Sheck West" by Sheck West. Um, Pretty good one. I was thinking about so. Fr- uh, uh, I was thinking about so fresh, so clean. Yeah, that's a good one. Because um, my stuff's nasty, but I'm so fresh, so clean. I was trying to think of a song that's kind of more in the vein of the Edwin Diaz Edwin Diaz song that doesn't really rely on lyrics. Yeah, I picked "Massive" off the new Drake album. Um, I don't, it's, uh, I don't know if you know that, which one that is by name. It's the, dun, 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 dun. it's like the, one of the more famous, it's like the dancier one. It's okay. It's like, uh, that would be, it'd be that part when he runs in. Uh, I was also the, thinking about stealing the Chicago Bulls, 1990s intro, the dun, 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 dun. Uh, or, yeah, or just Sox. like the, or just the NBA on NBC. Yeah. Or like the friends intro or something. Ball because I'm going to score it. Okay. I'm not going to make this one of my pick, but unironically, it would get the crowd hype if you picked the Office theme song. Oh. Um, <laughs> Nick, what would be your song if you had to pick a uh, closer entrance oh, no, song, the oh, splatter walk-in song type deal? What would be your pick? We should have Nick pick who had the better list. Like Edwin Diaz when he runs in from the bullpen playing a song, or like I picked uh, like uh, DMX or something, you know? You heard it. Thrift Shop. Okay, he picked Thrift Shop by Macklemore and Ryan and Ryan Lewis, of course, featuring uh, featuring Wands. Nick Grady has a um, <laughs> Nick Grady has an ERA of thirteen. <laughs> what do you think Wands is up to? I think he's what are they or Ray Dalton? Um, Wands has no. Wow, he has one song with two million plays. I don't know what the hell that is, and then the rest have less than ten thousand. Pretty He's still boy putting swag. out music, though. Pretty boy, boy that's kind of depressing. Look at the one. cover art on his latest song. It looks like he made it in Microsoft Paint. Hell yeah, dude! What do you What do you think about that, though, Jordan? Hmm. Pretty boy swag. Oh, <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad one. Um, I was there were some more funny picks that I I didn't take. Yeah, Red Kingdom. Um, no, because uh, the Royals can't even use that because they're blue. That's true. It would it would also depend on what team you're on, yeah. Especially because I don't know if I lived in Miami, I'd probably pick a Pitbull. If I was on the Marlins, I'd pick a Pitbull song. I like the. I I also kind of glanced through a couple other like people's playlists that they had made. You know, this person had Careless Whisper. <laughs> I like that. What's the worst? Yeah, what's the worst picture walking song? Self Control by Frank Ocean. Um. Uh. uh the Star Spangled oh, Banner. Oh, I forgot about this one. This was going. You know be what right I would up. pick? I would pick "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" because <laughs> we just sang it two innings ago, and everybody would be pissed off. Uh, uh, I, oh, I wanted to say this. This is my other honorable mention. No church in the wild. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I actually one. decided. The worst, I'm gonna, the worst one has to absolutely take me out to the ball game. I would. I would actually like to. Re, I would actually like to change my number one overall pick. Um, okay. Tequila. <laughs> Because that would actually be badass. And imagine if right at the end, like right as I was getting ready to pitch, like the umpire gives like possess play balls when everybody goes tequila. That actually really crowd would bang it out. You know what? I'll change. I'll change one of mine to Mambo Number Five. Yes, perfect. (laughs) 
Oh my god. Um like like again the bullpen door opens and you see ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number five. And I go like walking out. Uh actually the dogs out and my nickname's the dog. <laughs> That's a good one. Um entry for worst one, the curb the curb theme song. <laughs> they're jogging out to come in for the save. Now they're putting an Ashwin for the save. Dun dun dun. <laughs> If I find out, I've, I'm like I'm like monitoring the uh, batting lineup. It's like, oh, uh, hold on. Um, who's coming up? To, who's coming up to bat? You know, to to lead off the ninth inning, that I have to shut David down Eckstein. first. Um, Chadwick Trump. No, and it's uh, Stacy Jones. You know, a very famous. Of course, I didn't just Google MLB player named Stacy. Stacy Jones. I have him queue up Stacy's mom. Okay. To get in their head. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I mean, realistically, like Edwin Diaz shouldn't have to like pick that song ahead of time. Like he should be able to just cue up a song on like somebody's aux core right before he runs in. Like maybe that day, if you're like really feeling some kind of like, throwback song, or if you got like a summer vibes kind of. Because like if I picked like a cool like hype song, like it would feel a little unnatural running into that at like 3 p.m. on a Wednesday getaway game, you know? Yeah. So like maybe on like an afternoon, I'd mix in like some Calvin Harris or something. Yeah, like the vibes yeah, I mean, going. You definitely have to. Have, oh, what if I did Baby Shark? Yep. <laughs> no. Um, Josh, I got a hypothetical for you. Go for it. Okay. You may have seen this. It was on Twitter. Um, I really racked my brain about it ever since. It's been a few days. Um, it was actually originally on TikTok, I guess. You get 20 shots from half court. This says NBA half court. Okay. If you make two of them. Okay. You get fifty billion dollars. Okay. And if you miss all twenty, you get forty years in prison. So what happens if, if I make you make one? one? You walk away even. Do like you just do nothing? It? Just nothing happens? Yeah. Do you do it? Yeah, I do it. Nick said he wouldn't do it. Reed said he wouldn't do it. Um, everyone, a lot of people I've seen said they wouldn't do it. I would do it easy money. I'd do it. I've always been pretty good at half court shots. You can attest to that. But my my the the best spot my hottest zone on the court is from half court. How can I attest to that? I was looking at Nick. Um, oh, I was gonna say like the one sorry. time I saw you take close to a near half quarter was when you airballed in front of Jay William. Okay, that was a three. It was not a near half quarter. Anyway, um, does that make it better? <laughs> no. And that's my point is that I'm terrible at basketball, but like once you get me back near the half court line, I'm actually pretty nice. Uh, I think I could have. I, I think I, think I, I get a bo- shot per year in prison. I think I was born to shoot the half court shot for free tuition. I just never got my, I never got the call. Um, they should let, they should, that, are... that should just be a, that shouldn't be a tuition. That should be a money giveaway. It's just $10,000. All right. If you, I don't think my mom would ever talk to me again. If I told her I had the opportunity to do it. And I, instead of having a former NBA player or somebody who knows how to shoot a basketball shoot it, I shot it myself. <laughs> yeah. Brendan Bouchard is a cheat code. Brendan Bouchard for those. Well, Sean Collins know. made it last, most recently, didn't he? Well, I think it was like, was it three years in a row? Was it three out of four years in a row? He made the half court shot at late. He made it two years in a row and like banked it barely off. Yeah. And he uh, won $10,000. Teaches his money. Um, Anyway, literally his money. Um, I'm taking the shot because my thought on it is once you hit one, I think it becomes not that There's no pressure. There's no pressure. Once you hit one, yeah, because your whole body. Think about it, though. You get 20 shots. First one, you're probably going to be, oh, I'm going to miss this anyway. Second shot, you know, third. Once you get to like seven or eight, though, if you haven't hit one, your body might like shut down. Yeah. 40 years in prison. 
I, I should get a shot per year in prison. And yeah, no way. Yeah. Uh, how does this work? Do I get 20 shots just over the course of my life? So we're like, <laughs> no, or if I get up to like more. 17 and I haven't made any yet. I'm like, I'm good. But like, if I get in a tough spot down the road and I need like, to do cash, I, do I get to say like, this is a practice one. This doesn't count. Yeah. Um, plus it says NBA half court and that's like three quarters court on like a average gym that you would go to. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'd do it. Um, that what was you, my, what, just like imagine getting in there. What are you in for? I missed 20 half court shots. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> um, do you have any other topics or would you like to play a game of uh, Mary fuck kill? Um, I mean, start bench cut. I got a couple quick hits and then we can move into that. Let's do it. I want to shout out uh, Chandler Redman Cardinals, double a player, right. the second player ever in professional baseball history. Nobody at the MLB level, both have been in the minor leagues uh, affiliate with the Cardinals, oddly enough. Two uh, the the home run cycle where he had a solo home run, two run, three run, and then a grand slam all in one game. So the I you know just ha- can't help mention the Cardinals just happen to have the two coolest unrepeatable or damn impossible repeatable stats uh, in baseball history: two well, grand slams true. and two grand slams in one inning, and then the both home run cycles. What do you mean uh, two grand slams in one inning? Fernando Tatis Senior. He was on the Cardinals when he did that. Mm-hmm. I thought he was on the Expos. Mm-mm. Was he playing against the Expos? I don't know. I forget off the top of my head. Um, the most unbreakable, unrepeatable record in baseball history is Johnny Vandermeer throwing back-to-back no-hitters. I'm also going to say the fact that the both Grand Slams the same inning were off the same pitcher. Yeah. Um, That's impossible. Who was the pitcher? Somebody notable? Well, someone who retired shortly after. It was somebody, I thought it was like somebody kind of funny, like, like, oh my God, it was Daisuke Matsuzaka. That was way before him. Oh my God, that was not Daisuke. Can we get, like, can we interview Daisuke on the pod? I would love to. There should be be a doc on Daisuke. Chan Ho Park. Chan Ho Park, yeah. I I, I love Daisuke Matsuzaka. Daisuke was the dude. He was the dude, man. The, um... What did they call the his pitch? That Mark McGuire was on that team and he wasn't the one to hit. <laughs> what did they call his pitch? His like special pitch, the gyro ball. God, it was just like a special like sinker ball. Or, I, he had like a signature pitch. It was kind of like a slider sinker, I think. And they called it the it was like Devin Williams has the airbender, you know? Yeah. Gyro ball. Gyro ball. Yeah. Dice K was awesome, dude. He like took over the whole world. Like, Joe Chamberlain. It's around that time. Um, remember the Nats with Joba Chamberlain, the G N A T S, not the Washington Baseball Club. <laughs> um, Joba Chamberlain, Royals World Champion, he won a ring with the Royals. People forget <laughs> if you look at the Royals team from 2015, there are so it's probably the way with a lot of teams with the World Championship. There's so many guys like Johnny Gomes got a World Series ring with the Royals, yeah. Well, it's like I say now, too. It's like Jeremy Lin was on that Raptors team. Yeah, exactly. Jody Meeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jerry, I've got a I've got a oh, oh, wait. I just thought of this. Uh shout out to Carl Nassib today. Do you see that? He got signed by the Bucks. Oh, cool. So Tom Brady's an ally, I guess. Um, because he's the GM of the Bucks. <laughs> I mean, I just I got I got a notification from Schefter just now, and that reminded me because I saw it earlier. Uh anyway. Quick yeah, I got a I got a thinker for you here. Thinker, a, a, a stumper. Yeah, this is from John. It's from uh, John Boyce, Secret Base. 
go watch Secret Base. Um, and he asked, who do you think are the two MLB teams that have historically had the least to do with each other? Like the opposite of a rivalry. Like they don't give a shit about each other. Yeah. He says the Pirates and the Diamondbacks uh, were playing each other right now. And that's why he, he thought this and it was a good one. Um, but he thought overall Reds Royals. No, it can't be Reds Royals. I saw him say that it can't be Reds Royals because the Reds traded Johnny Quitter to the Royals and they won a World mm. Series because of it. That's very consequential. The Royals don't win the World Series if not for the Reds. Well, then that's that's like you know okay oh yeah historically I've had nothing to do with each other. I was thinking it's it's got to be an interleague thing because I'm gonna it, say yeah like like the Mariners because they're pretty new Mariners and the Mets. No, they made a trade, Kalanick. Yeah, Mariners and Mar. No, like the Mar- Marlins. They ever done anything? Marlins and Orioles. Someone in the yeah, it's just like. You 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 diamondbacks and Orioles, yeah. Similar question he posed once on Twitter. I remember he said, "Who? What is the most irrelevant sports franchise ever? Not worst, because like you could say the Browns, but like no, they're relevant because they're like the lovable losers." I think not anymore. I think his final pick was the Kings because they haven't won a title, but they got close, but not really. They didn't have a dynasty, but they were they've had like an era that you can look back on, and they're like they're kind of cool, but they're not cool. The Pelicans in general are pretty irrelevant, um, but they've been pretty historically terrible. I feel like yeah. the Arizona Diamondbacks in general, we mentioned them a second ago. They won one title. Because I feel like if you haven't won a title, you're kind of irrelevant. Yeah. Mariners. I haven't made the playoffs in how many years? 20. I'm rooting for the M's this year. I think they're oh, I team. love the Mariners, dude. Here, let me ask you this. Uh, what's your – if you're making a fun pick to win the World Series, who would it be? And then – because I was thinking today, like, what would be my pick? Like, gun to my head, you know? Well, the fun pick is obviously just me with the Cardinals fulfilling the last dance with Yachty Way in a pool. That'd be the most fun True. scenario. And they beat who? Seattle or something? Although yeah, you would, yeah, you want, oh, you want, oh, so you want to take on, uh, you want fucking Yvonne Drago. You want to take on the bad guys. Yeah. That's true. You want to slay then Aaron Judge Because when Aaron Judge signs with us in the postseason, it'll be really fun oh. in the offseason. If Aaron Judge uh, is that a thing? Is that a rumor? <laughs> what is that a rumor? There, I saw a singular tweet from a reporter that said the weekend series uh, in St. Louis left a big impression on him. I kind of love that. And that's idea all now. I need, Jordan. That's all I need. Honestly, I love. The, I want Judge to go somewhere. I'm, I'm so fascinated for his free agency because. It's so weird that he's not going to go back to the Yankees. Is like the first time in history. Um, he probably still might go back to the Yankees. <laughs> so I just teeing something up. I feel like I was just about to ask you a question or something. Most fun, and then what you actually think? Oh, yeah. I was gonna. I said earlier today. I think the Yankees are probably gonna win it. Gun to my head. Uh, I think Dodgers gun to my head. Uh, uh, Walker Bueller. Yeah. Season-ending elbow surgery that happened gonna, today. We should probably mention that. It was gonna be a quick hit. <laughs> well, um. That's insane. Best pitcher Sox. in the National League, maybe? Now Now they only have like three and now they only have caliber t- players. <laughs> it's funny. I just said, is he the best player in the National League? And now they only have the one that I thought, no, it's actually probably Gonsolin. Um, yeah, it's, he's not even the best pitcher on his team. <laughs> right. Uh, Dustin May is coming back as well. So they're going to be fine. But give me the... Honestly, a Subway Series would be awesome. It would be. I'm not going to deny that. It would be so cool. Mets, Yanks. Um, give me... Now I'll mix it up. Give me Blue Jays Mets. Oh, that'd be sick. I think I hey, I don't know who I'd root for. I don't know either. I mean, 
the do Blue I root Jays for the Mets are so that way I'm right in our preseason prediction, or do I root for you know Canada and just Vlad Jr. in general? Yeah, the uh, Blue Jays are probably the cool. Uh, they're probably the coolest team left. Although Quit Merrifield's on their team, and then the Mets. I mean, I don't have any. It's weird because yeah, no I don't qualms I dis- with the Metropolitans. I don't have any qualms with the Mets. It's just they're sort of rivals. It's it's almost like a KZUK State thing. Not really. It's like we're like it's like how we beat them in the World Series, but like they're also sort of like our rivals. Um, keep talking about that. I don't remember that. I don't know what the Royals. I'll, the World I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll go. Re- I'll I was go talking re- about on my uh, the show franchise. Oh, go, yeah, oh by I'll the way, re- I am. I have just not been playing it much lately. I'm still slow walking. To, I'm in the World Series now. Hey, nice. Um, so we'll see how that. I lost game one. Oh, I was actually going to tell you this. I lost game one in 17 innings. Huh. The final score was two to zero against the computer on the show. I lost two to zero at 17. Innings. I could not get a run in 17 innings against the computer. Oh man, even with a runner on second, wow. Hmm. No, that was the worst part, and my so team Jordan. is loaded. Anyway, we are get- coming up on a award season. Oh Christ! For uh, for baseball here, and uh, who do you think? I just want to keep us a, a leaderboard watch here for the coveted Mathis Award. Mathis is a season of at least two hundred plate appearances, an OPS plus of sixty or lower, and it's named after Jeff Mathis, who had eight such seasons in his career. Uh, so you know we we all keep we're all keeping our eye on it all year. And right now, Taylor Walls on the Rays, he's leading the way. He's got a batting average of one sixty eight. Yikes! An OB, OBP of two fifty eight, and a slugging percentage of two seventy six. You know it's never good when your batting average is is lower than your weight. Yeah, um, and his OPS plus is fifty eight right now. So he's, although, he's very much in the run. The lowest OPS plus right now belongs to Christian Pash. Of Oakland, who has an OPS plus of twenty six. What? <laughs> That's historic. If you don't know, one hundred is league average. <laughs> I, I don't even think it's possible to have a zero. Is it? I don't think because so. it's OPS plus. I think it's weighted. I think there's a curve. At least Taylor Walls still has a positive WAR. At least Taylor Walls, I'm pretty sure, is just like a money defender and just cannot hit the broadside of a barn. Well, he's 25, so he's got time to figure it out, and it's Tampa Bay, so they'll keep yeah. him around because he's cheap. <laughs> True. And plus, they signed Wander Franco to a minimum wage contract. Yeah. Um, no real surprising names on here, though. I will say, I mean. Yasmin Grandal, Vilar, Jake Stallings, D.D. Gregorius. But I was told Yasmani Grandal was better than Salvador Perez. Uh, I was told the guy with worse numbers in literally every category was better because he also took a, a couple more walks. <laughs> I was told that Salvador Perez isn't good. I was told that last year, Fred, Josh, several Fred times Fred, that Salvador Perez was a league average hitter. Fred Phillips, yeah, the last year was not the year to be making that argument. <laughs> Literally, Brett there were Phillips people last year that were sad. saying that there were people last year that because people were obviously saying Salvi should get MVP consideration. I had an unofficial ballot. It was for our, our poll or whatever for the website. And I put him third, uh, which I thought was fair. But he yeah. everybody on uh, there were so many like analytics nerds. And we were like, actually, if you look at his X four A three adjusted for defense in ballpark, his OPS is actually nine points higher when adjusted for mean inflation. Speaking of inflation, bye. <laughs> uh, I wish we, I wish we did keep track of Babbitt 
more. I I do like batting average balls in play. Yeah. Um, we just need to get all the baseball guys together and they just need to come up with one stat that shows how good a guy is. And I get that it's I get that that's what war is for, but it's the eye test. Oh, it's the eye test, but like it needs to we need to figure out a way to because like OPS is pretty close to determining how good a hitter is, but you know, there's still some nuance. We need to find a stat that somehow like wins probability added or whatever. We need to get one good. St- Maybe we just take war and multiply all the points by like 10. Cause like it's just lame on war when it's like, yeah, he had a 6.2 war season. That's incredible. Versus if they're like, yeah, Whit Merrifield finished the year with 241 war. Like that'd be sweet. You know, <laughs> like, dude, you see Mustakas, he had a nine war game today. Um, or multiply it all by 10, make it all, make it all or a hundred. I don't know. Um, you got to come up with something else to talk about, man. Cause otherwise I'm just going to keep doing this. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about Oscar Shibway here. Um, Why? Due to his student visa, he's not allowed to profit off of NIL deals in the United States. That's dumb. So even though he was the player of the year, he, didn't, he, has, he was not able to profit off of NIL. But this week, the Kentucky Wildcats have been in the Bahamas, where mm. he is allowed to profit off of NIL. Huh. He's, he, so he uh, was projected. I never saw a final. He was projected to earn five hundred thousand dollars in seven days from autographs, ads, and other promos during that week wow. that they were in the Bahamas. So good, good for you. Good His for buddies you, come Oscar, knocking. Oscar, Oscar, come on, man, we're going out to the clubs. No, What's dude, that? I got to sign oh, six hundred hats. Yeah. Um, Man, of- turn my phone off of airplane mode. Who's calling? It's the money. Speaking of NIL, Miles Brennan, quarterback for Louisiana yeah. State University. Uh, he didn't play a game since he signed. I think he was there for a year, maybe two. Walked away from football. Uh, he banked. I don't know. They didn't say how much he banked on NIL deals. We had deals with Canes, Smoothie King, Game Coin, Small and since Sliders. Since not allowed to be performance-based uh, contracts, there's nothing those brands can do about it. They just All they it. did, yeah. They paid him to, I don't know, advertise on his Instagram or whatever. Yep. Finesse God. I mean, was he good? with uh, That name, Miles Brennan, sounds familiar. I mean, probably, I don't know. He's walking away from football, so probably not. But what? Oh, he's played in the past. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Okay, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, here it is. He, uh, 2017, 2018, 2019, and 2020, he played a little bit. Um, that's weird, though, man, because like, I guess it's just because he's a senior. Yeah, he's a super senior. He's never played much, though, at all. He, he threw 131 passes in 2020. Didn't play in 2021 or 20. I guess this is going to be 2022. Um, Gold Tigers. Anyway. Uh, uh, and then I wanted to shout out a couple of days ago, eight years ago, the absolute scariest video game I've ever seen in my life. I still dread thinking about it. Mario Party uh, 5. Came out. Yep. It came out eight years ago. Uh, PT by Kojima. Uh, the Silent Hill uh, demo game. Oh, I think I've heard of this. That never got to see the light of day. Absolute. I I watch videos. uh, They're still discovering stuff in that demo. In the demo today, like uh, like last year. And I I, I am so interested in that game and everything. But I dread watching every video about that game when something new gets discovered because it just means I have to see it again. And I just don't want to go through it again. Should I watch a video about this night? Is there like a doc or something? There's a bunch of yeah video essays out there about it. Yeah, PT is that yeah. that, that is an unforgivable thing that uh, Konami no, looks, robbed us of. This looks pretty um, scary. So shout out Hideo Kojima. 
but that is all I have, Jordan. If that's all you have, I can go ahead and get the generators. That is all that I fired have. up. Let me. Uh, I ran some, out of everything a while ago. Get some gas in there. Check the clutch and. All right, yeah, the generators are going. Jordan, you're three athletes. Oh, and to remind everybody, the score all time is one, one, one. No, that's not true. You're lying. Why? Nothing, me. Oh, shit, you're right. You retro, you're trying to retroactively change the score. You're trying to rob me of my three hits like I'm Mr. 3000. (laughs) And you win the callback award of the week. Um, Uh, but anyway, we have Brent Burns, a hockey player, T. Higgins, football player, okay, and Julius Peppers, a okay. football player. And the sport is the biathlon. Oh, God. And that's biking and running? That is, no, God, <laughs> no. That is a biathlon is a winter sport that combines cross-country skiing and rifle shooting. Fuck. Um, okay, well, obviously, uh, we're t- starting Brent Burns. Starting Brent Burns. The hockey player. Um, that is as obvious as it can get. And then I think I'm rocking with T. Higgins. I'm rocking with Peppers. Re- why? He's young. He's old. We're, this, this is always in, like, in their, like, prime. You know. okay, true, true. Um, I'm rocking, uh, with, I'm rocking with Peppers. I think he's still too big. He's got a more of, smaller, nimble T. guy. T. Higgins is a stick. He'll freeze to death out there. Oh, yeah, no, he's aerodynamic. No, dude. He gets down going on one of those hills. You're telling me the dude. He's, T. Higgins is a big receiver. This was put out of he's, he's six foot four. He's six foot four. I want to make this joke, but I, I don't want to act like I'm making this joke. It was made on pardon my take that T. Higgins, the name T. Higgins, feels like he should be a five foot nine, 175 pound little scat back. And in actuality, he's like a six four, two thirty physical receiver. I just the name T. Higgins makes him sound like Dexter McCluster. <laughs> T. Higgins is six four, uh, two hundred sixteen pounds. Yeah, two fifteen pounds. Julius Peppers. Probably has like 70 pounds on him. He was he's 6'7, 295. Yeah, he's too big. He's built for winter. He's too big. Nah, he, they're unbreakable. He'll get, he'll get going downhill. The speed alone will pass him by T. Higgins. He's got he, he's got enough natural. He'll hit a higher, he'll hit he'll hit a higher terminal velocity and he won't be able to slow down to stop and shoot. I don't know how it works. No, no, are you, they shooting while they're skiing? No, they like lay down on the ground. What? Have you never seen a biathlon before? No, I'm confident in saying that. Like they're, they're they cross country ski and then they have a gun on their back and then they have to like lie down and shoot targets. Why? Because I don't know, it's fucking Norwegians, dude. Like in what kind of war and what war like what like I understand a marathon is obviously because of the guy ran that distance in ancient Greece or whatever. Obviously, archery, all of all these events, like they make sense, but in what world do they have to they ski really fast across a long stretch of winter land stopping intermittently to shoot is this a war simulator i mean you ever play the game goat simulator yeah you have absolutely thank you um i've been made fun of for playing goat simulator a lot and you, you know there's a game coming out soon that's called squirrel with a gun where oh, you no. get this you're a squirrel uh-huh you got a gun uh have you played the game about the cat 
uh, Stray? No, I have not. I don't have a PlayStation. Oh, I kind of want to check it out, but I don't know if I would like it. Um, that's but yeah, I'm I'm rocking I'm rocking with Peppers. Uh, he's got he's got the extra oomph behind his skis. Um, um how are we going to decide who wins? He's older, a lot more time to practice. Uh, how do we decide who went to North Carolina? That has to come. He's that's coming to play somewhere. I will flip this bottle or this thing of Tic Tacs. Where's uh, where, where's where's Nick at? In his room. I don't know. We can let the marketplace of ideas decide this one. Fine. I mean, I was gonna just go with the Tic Tac, but I guess. Well, not. no. Why don't you Why don't you go ahead and tweet us at the socials, uh, our main yeah. social, Truth Social. Yeah. Um, you know what? First person that listens to this. Whether it's via text, whether it's via Twitter, whether it's via DM, whether it's via anything, first person that hears this, uh, sound off, and uh, you will cast a vote on who won. First person to cast a vote, it will determine it. We will tweet it out. Um, and yes, it counts if I text myself and say uh, that I know. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go from. I'm gonna text myself from my burner cell phone I have that I used to sell drugs. Out of the Memphis Grizzlies locker room, all of Zach Randolph and their late aughts. Um, Josh, you have anything else that you wish to share with the people before we take another week long pause? We are coming up on roughly around 50 episodes, is going to be around the time we hit a one year, Josh. Yeah. We're going to have to plan something big, maybe a 24 hour live stream. Um, Possibly like a 90, 96 City World Tour. Um, something like that. We're about to be like a little pump popping out in uh, Mongolia. Um, I'd do a oh, show. Hey, oh, here, I'd do here, a show in Mongolia. Wait, wait, wait. Here's here's a, here's a fun one to end on. If every game of the MLB was played this year was played in Williamsport for like the Little League World Series. Yeah. Uh, I saw this stadium. Uh, the home run leaderboard would be Marcus Simeon with 157, <laughs> Freddie Freeman 155, Corey Seager 150, uh, Cronenworth 141, and Aaron Judge at 140. I'm surprised with Aaron Judge one because he already plays at a Little League stadium. So that's that's interesting to me. What's funny, the Royals were third as a team. Oh, yeah? That's fine. I oh, don't yeah. get it. It doesn't make sense. I mean, I guess we're just the t- the kings of flyouts to the warning track. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Dodgers would lead with 1,100, <laughs> almost 1,200 home runs. Shout out to the Royals tonight. Uh, they played a lineup with seven rookies for the first time since That's like true. the 90s. Um, they're finally letting the kids play. So salute to them. Um, salute to you, the listener, for sticking with us to this long, if you're still here. Um, we appreciate each and every one of you for uh, – I, I can't read that. What about Steel Stadium from Backyard Baseball? Uh, okay. McAdoo Park um, or McAdoo oh. Estate, whatever it was called. Uh, thank you all for listening to the 42nd episode, the Kevin Love episode of the Long Relief Podcast. Um, give us a follow on Twitter at Long Relief Cast, at Ashman Josh, at By Jordan Wolf. Uh, five star us on Spotify, Apple, etc. Go ahead and send those screenshots to Josh to redeem your five dollar gift card. Um, tune in next week. Wait, let's see. What is uh, not next week? Maybe the next week, I guess, would be our, our NFL preview. So, tune in next week for a, an episode with some other stuff uh, that we're going to talk about. Maybe Kevin Durant will be traded by then. Maybe Kevin Durant will have retired. We probably should talk about that before now. He's, he but already tweeted and said no. I know. Um, Thank you all for listening. May God bless us all. And uh, we will see you in the next episode.